Hi everyone, welcome back to Callbacks and other anxiety-inducing things. I'm your host, Livia. For episode 3, we are going to talk about three letters I received about musicals, which is kind of my specialty. We have a letter about auditions, a letter about a cast list, and a letter from someone struggling with their director. I've always been super passionate about musicals, so a little bit about me is my favorite role I've ever played was Zanita Shin in The Music Man. This was two years ago, and it's where I met all of my favorite people. Now, I hated The Music Man before I was in it, but it was the first show after COVID-19, and I didn't want to pass up the first chance to perform, so I auditioned for it. And it's the best decision I ever made. I want you all to know this because I feel like it's kind of motivating. Audition for what you have doubts about, because it might be your favorite show yet. So, now onto the letters. Letter one. Dear Livia, I have a problem. I've been introverted most of my life and never really was popular in a sense, I guess. My school is doing Bye Bye Birdie and I really want to audition for Ursula considering she is one of my dream roles. However, I've never had a super important role in a musical before and I'm worried about auditioning for a lead. In my class, there are quite a few more extroverted people who I feel may get cast instead of me. Not just because of their singing and acting abilities, they all have beautiful voices and are amazing actors, but also because they are more extroverted and know the teacher better. No hate for any of these girls, they are all very kind and my teacher isn't one to play favorites. I just can't help but feel I won't get casted because of my introverted nature. Sincerely, too introverted for a lead. So, I was in Bye Bye Birdie around a year ago, so I actually know a lot about this show. I have some really great news for you. Being popular has nothing to do with whether you get the role or not. When you walk into the audition room and you perform, the people on the board don't know if you are shy or outgoing, unless you show them. The fact that the teacher doesn't play favorites is a really big win for you, because you have the chance to prove to them that you can do this just as well as anybody else. Don't compare yourself to the other girls, because it's different for everyone. You most likely won't see their auditions, and you probably won't know how they did, so just focus on yourself and your own audition. And be kinder to yourself. Just because you're introverted, it doesn't mean you can't have a part. I know plenty of people who are quiet in real life and who have really big personalities on stage. Remember that you're acting, and when you're acting, you can be anybody you want. Don't stifle yourself. You can even talk to your teacher and ask for advice on your audition. Ursula doesn't need to be a perfect singer. She just needs to be fun and entertaining. Maybe you can watch TikToks or YouTube videos of people playing her so you can get a feel for her energy, because she has a whole lot of it. You need to believe that you have a chance. Have the mindset of, I would be great in this role, so I could get this role. Because if you think about it that way, you, have, you will have so much more fun in your audition. It's an opportunity, not a test. Be outgoing in your audition. Commit to your song and pretend to be Ursula in the audition room. She's super fun and energetic, so pick a fun and energetic song to sing. She's also the classic fangirl, so commit to the bit and just go for it. Maybe you can find a song that fits her personality so you have an easier time portraying her in your audition. Also, don't put so much pressure on yourself for getting a lead role. Ursula is a supporting character, so she isn't one of the leading female characters, but she is very important and is part of the heart of the show. Be okay with whatever happens. It'll make the experience so much better. There's plenty of female parts in this show, which is super exciting. I hope your audition goes extremely well, and I hope you can find it in yourself to feel motivated and enthusiastic about whatever part you get. Break a leg!
Letter two. Liv, I am currently in a musical and very excited, but the issue I'm having is the advisor running the music. She is very draining and it takes a lot out of me to go through a singing rehearsal. It is a mix of kids in two different programs, one hers and another, my advisors. I feel she is harder on the kids that are not hers. I talked to other people after the first rehearsal and they agreed and felt the same. I want to stay positive about this, but she is very draining. How do I work with someone who is like that? From a very drained drama kid. The beginning parts of being in a musical are really hard. You're getting to know your cast, crew, and directors, and they're getting to know you. It's especially hard when you guys feel separated, which tends to happen in musicals. So with the two advisors, you guys are probably separating yourself based on who is from where, which I get. It's hard working so closely with an advisor that you don't know or don't particularly like very much. It's also hard when you can tell she has a preference for one half of the group. Now, it may be that she knows them better and is closer with them, but it's still unfair to be so tough on those who aren't in her program. I totally hear what you're saying, and I get it. You're stuck in a really hard position. Do you think the choir teacher knows that she is doing this? Or I wonder if it's subconscious and she doesn't even realize it. Either way, it sucks. You asked her to work with someone like this, and it's hard. Have you tried bringing it up to her or to the other advisor? If not, and if you feel like she's someone who will take criticism and improve, maybe you should bring it up. If she isn't somebody who takes co constructive criticism well, then I would not bring it up. It isn't worth putting yourself in another bad position with her. The best way at that point is just to ignore her, put your energy into making it a great show, and try to ignore the favoritism she is showing. Once you put the show together with choreography and blocking and sets and costumes, it will be so much more fun. So keep looking forward to it. Don't let her have power over your experience. Yes, she is in control of parts of it, but there's a billion other parts of a musical for you to love. Don't let her ruin it. Take the time to focus on the better parts of it, the parts you love. You can also try to get to know her better. Ask her for some personal help or just go and ask her questions about the show. It might not help, but it might help you gain some perspective on who she is as a person. It's really hard working with someone you don't like or don't get along with, and this happens a lot in theater. When directors show favoritism, it makes everything really tense, especially when we can see it so blatantly. If she's too draining, you're also allowed to just not work with her again after this. It's okay to not audition for any more of her shows. It's okay to say no to being in next year's show. Just because it's available, it doesn't mean you need to audition, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's for you, and that's okay. So, good luck with your show. I hope the overall experience is memorable and worth it. And I hope your music director is able to figure out that the second you step in that room, you are all her students. Letter three. So this next email isn't really an email. It's actually a text slash video explanation. So I'm going to paraphrase a little bit from her video for this podcast so I can give you all the context you need. So here it is. Liv. I just got cast in a total dream role in a community theater, and I'm super excited about it. But there's only one problem. I was cast as a lead in the last show we did, and it's not going over well. People have been saying really mean things. This is the first year I've gotten big roles. I want to be, I want it to be a good and fun experience, but everyone is turning on each other because of the casting decisions. 
I didn't think I was going to get this role in the first place, and I'm super proud of myself, but everyone's mad at me. I didn't do anything wrong, though. Signed, Princess in Distress. So, congratulations on your dream role. Take a moment to remove yourself from all the drama and simply tell yourself, I'm really proud of myself for doing this. This is a big deal, and I've, I'm excited for what this opportunity brings. After you've told yourself that, take a breath and step back into the situation. Encourage yourself. So here's the deal. You are not in control of the casting decisions. Once you leave the audition room, it's out of your hands and everyone else's hands. Theater is super hard because it's so competitive and everybody's side of the story is entirely different from everyone else's. Don't listen to the mean things people are saying because ultimately you're all going to be working together to create one big show. Since rehearsals haven't started yet, they haven't seen how great you will be in the role. You don't owe them anything. However, I have a feeling things will be better once rehearsals start and people realize how important every role and every part is to the overall show. They'll see that you got this part in a fair way. You mentioned that you didn't think you would get this part, and I wonder if other people thought you would. Sometimes we project our jealousy and frustration from our own auditions on other people because it's the best way for us to cope. It's hard to focus on everything you could have done differently to get a different part. Maybe they're frustrated with themselves, so they're projecting it onto you. But whatever the case is, the cast list shock will wear off. It's pretty hard to accurately 100% predict a cast list. So everyone is off put because it isn't what they thought it would look like. Don't forget to be excited and don't let what other people say impact your performance. They're going to think what they want to think. You are in control of what you think and how you react. So really think about what you want, what you want, and then how you want all of this to work out. Kill them with your kindness. A lot of us have been in your shoes, but a lot of us has, have also been in their shoes. And this letter is a really great reminder that we have to be kind to each other, even when we're competing against one another. It's unfair to everyone if all we do is think, oh, well, if things were different, it would be better. Because the grass on the other side isn't always greener. So, princess in distress, be proud, take a breath, memorize your lines, and crush your performance. It's all going to work out in the end. And remember, you can't control other people, but you can control what you do next. Thank you everyone for joining me on this episode of Callbacks and Other Anxiety-Inducing Things. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope my advice helped. Head over to my Instagram comments or my TikTok to let me know what you think. If you have a question for me, email me at callbacksandmore at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram with your question. I can't wait to hear from you all. Have a great week.